0: Hello everyone, welcome to episode 13 of the Jolly Roger Telephone Podcast. My name is Roger Anderson and I build robots that talk to telemarketers. Um, This is episode 13, lucky 13, so I'm uh, looking forward to uh, talking to you today about some of these bots and playing a couple of these phone calls. Uh, Today's podcast, what I wanted to do was um, sort of briefly talk about each of the bots that I've got. So I have, um, you know, I have a fair number of bots. Uh, there were, there was one original, and then I sort of added some slowly. And um, and you know, I, I I haven't really explained where they came from, how they came to be, uh, who's doing the voice talent, things like that. So I just wanted to give each of the bots just a very brief bio, and then maybe a demonstration call of each one. So starting out with um, with the first one, obviously the original Jolly Roger robot. Uh, episode one of this podcast is really about the creation of that bot, and that's what launched the service. So the first robot, um, let me look. Yeah, this first robot looks like I started to sort of uh, put together a few samples of it um, in early 2014, right at the beginning of 2014. So uh, as I record this, it's about three years later. So um, so the first robot. What had been developed for several years, um, as you, you know, you've heard, you may have heard in the first podcast, it was a very slow development process. It was a labor of love. It was just meant as a hobby to protect my own line at home. And um, and I wanted, to, in, in order to test it, you have to test it on unsuspecting people, right? You know, if you're going to build an AI that talks to people, if you know it's an AI, it completely changes things, right? So you have to you have to find somebody who's never even thought about talking to that, you know, never considered the the possibility that you're actually talking to a robot, right? And so in order to do that, I had to route uh, telemarketers into this robot, but they had to be repeat telemarketers, known telemarketers, right? Because I didn't want to ever accidentally send one in. So, um, so, so it was a long and slow process. Um, once I had the algorithm tuned right, then it's kind of like lighting a bunch of fires, right? Lighting the first fire is hard. and then and then, you know, light the second fire off the first and and, et cetera. so so um so that's where that's where these bots came to be. So the first robot, the Jolly Roger robot, uh, developed a, a and in that first robot, there was sort of it wouldn't wasn't really a bug. But there were some mismatched audio levels, right? I added the B part later. I I never thought anybody would ever get through to the end, and and they did. And so I said, i got to add more stuff. So I added the B, little B routine. Um, There's a B on me, and then it's crawling up my arm. And then, okay, it's gone. I wasn't really paying attention. Can you start over from, you know, say everything from the B, right? So that was added, and the levels were way different. So um, fortunately... You know, once this thing popped and got online, and there was a sound engineer who helped me uh, adjust those levels. It sounds simple, but it actually wasn't. It's not actually really easy to um, to uh, get those things adjusted. So I have a lot of respect for sound engineers and um, and also for voice talent who have to sit down months or years later and and emulate the same tone of voice, uh, pattern of speech. Uh, things like that, right? So trying to match that is very difficult. That's why I always record robots uh, the entire session all at once and the entire thing. It's hard to go back later and add uh, and add anything to a robot. If you think of anything later, it's it's really difficult to add. So just because it's it's hard to match the levels, right? I'm not a professional sound engineer. I don't have a studio, uh, and i'm and I'm certainly not working with, professionals in a way I like that I work I'm working with people who just never done this before just love of the love of the game um, because they sound uh, like genuine people right although you know professional voice talent I suppose could sound like genuine people but I, I don't know I think it'd be kind of I think it'd be kind of uh, it would sound a little bit produced right so uh, so these robots certainly are just b- made by just normal, everyday people, and I think that's what gives them their charm, right? So um, anyway, so the very first robot, the Jolly Roger robot, you guys have heard it a million times, but here's a call you haven't heard before. Um, this is a call from uh, from a Windows support guy, and, and he kind of just sort of fizzles out at the end. He just gets so demoralized and dejected and swears a little bit. and, and he, Anyway, it's kind of funny how it ends. It just trickles down here. It's, it's a not very long call, so here you go. Hello?
1: Yeah, hello sir, I'm right here. Uh, yes. Yes sir, are you in front of your computer right now?
0: Wait, is this a real person?
1: Uh, can you come again sir, I didn't uh, get you.
0: hmm
1: Yes, I didn't get you, uh, can you come again?
0: Okay. Yes,
1: yeah, so are you in front of your computer right now? Right. Okay, so can you see the four-flag Windows key on your keyboard? Sure. Yeah, you need to press that and the letter R as in Roger. Right. At the same time.
0: Okay, so, uh, so I just woke up from a nap. I'm still kind of groggy, and I took some medicine. That doesn't help. So you know that feeling when you just wake up, you need a couple minutes to think and figure out what's going on, maybe get some coffee. Do you drink coffee? Yes. Hey,
1: honey, I mean, yes. is there any coffee
0: left? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, hi, drink. So, hang on, I haven't had a chance to really wake up all the way. So can you just go a little slower? Who's this? Okay. Sir, uh, this is yeah, this is Peter
1: calling you. This is Officer Peter calling you from Dell Technical Support. This is regarding your computer. Right. Whereas in a distance, yeah, this is sending us some error notification on our server right here. Okay. This is because of your okay. Microsoft Corporation system are stopped working in your computer. So due to that, there are errors getting generated and it is reflecting on our server right here. So right. So if you go ahead and give me, yeah, give me a minute, I'll go ahead and, you know, assist you. And you, by yourself, can go ahead and see those errors in your computer. Sure. And you can delete by yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. All right? You know, I was having trouble concentrating because you sound exactly like somebody I went to high school with. Um. So, sorry, say that part again. What, sir? Okay.
1: Yeah, what What. What did you say, sir? Sure. Yeah, what did you say?
0: Oh, geez, hang on, there's a bee on me. Hang on, there's a bee on my arm. Okay, you know what? You keep talking. I'm not going to talk though, but go ahead and keep talking. Say that part again, uh, and I'm just going to stay quiet because of this bee.
1: Like what, what, what happened?
0: <laughs> okay
1: what happened sir
0: It's totally crawling up my arm it's crawling on my arm it's freaking me out to your wife but it's not mad i guess it's okay anyway so sorry you keep talking no, go ahead is it keep your, talking
1: who's crawling on your arms is your is it your wife mhm is it your wife crawling on your arms yeah or your grandmother?
0: Okay, it's gone. A, hey, um, okay, so you know when I said I was listening to you during the bee thing? Uh, Actually, I I was just concentrating on the bee, I'm sorry. So can you start over? What were you saying during the bee?
1: Yeah, you know what I told the bee? I told the bee which was there in your okay. arm. I told your bee that, that you have a very small penis and you can't fuck your wife. So I right. come and do that for you. All right, I told that to the bee. So sure. if you can go and talk to the bee, which was there in your arm, yeah, he will go ahead and tell you the same thing what I told him. Yeah? Yeah, so go, go talk to the bee and go fuck yourself
0: somewhere. Sure. Sure? Oh, actually, hey, hang on a second. Hey, honey. Yeah? Well, I'm on the phone. Well, we haven't really gotten that far. I'm not sure yet. Sorry. Who? Who? Never mind. Can I talk to you later, huh? Okay, thanks. Bye. Sorry. Okay, I'm back. So, uh, who's this? Sorry. Can can you start over? Who's this? Why are you calling?
1: I told you who I was ten times. If you don't want to know who I am, I don't care. Right. Sure. Are you are you are you a blonde fucking dickhead?
0: Mm-hmm. Or
1: are you mad or something? And you don't remember anything or do you what people tell you? Yeah. What, yeah? Fucking, hang on a you, you masturbate, a, on. A, you, you masturbate on a lot. Hang on. There's a. You masturbate a lot. Hang on. Yeah, tell that B to okay, come sorry. and fucking Go bite me. Who's opinion. this? What are you calling about again? Yeah, I'm calling, you know, why? Because I want. hmm. Uh, fucking I'll open the benches, I'll fuck up, a bastard. Right.
0: How about that? Huh? That that was kind of funny, right? He was just sort of. um. Was just trying to get a rise out of it. Now that I called that a short call, it was about it was over five minutes. When I first started doing these um, these recordings, when I first started trapping telemarketers, five minutes was a long time, right? And it still is, right? If you're a subscriber of Jolly Roger Telephone, and I hope you are, um, trapping a telemarketer for five minutes is a, is is great. That's a great amount of time, right? Five minutes is just to, it's enough to cut into their day and reduce another telephone call or two that they can do and and it's sort of entertaining in one little small chunk for you so a lot of times i'll post long call you know 15 minutes or so i'll post some longer calls and those those can be funny and and the idea of of sucking on that much time is just even more entertaining right but five minutes is a great great call so um so there's there's one from windows support who just uh you know starts to just get dejected and swear. And how about that? Uh, press R for Romeo. Press Windows R, not R for Romeo. A lot of times they say R for Romeo. That one said R for Roger. I thought that was kind of cool. So, um, okay. So that's that's the original Jolly Roger bot. So in February of 2016, Gizmodo picked up a story. Uh, I had emailed. Um, there was a there was a story about some some guy who uh, who put a stereo, home stereo. And and when his neighbor made too much noise, hysteria would come on and blast music and then turn off again. Right. And so it was, it was a just a a story about just annoying your annoying neighbor, right? Your neighbor's bugging you. So bug him back, right? And and automate it. And it kind of fit in with what I'm doing with telemarketers. And so I emailed the reporter and I said, Hey, uh, you know, uh, that was a great story. Thanks for that. By the way, I built this. And he said, Oh, that's hilarious. And posted it. And it just kind of went off from there. So. So that was how uh, the Jolly Roger Telephone got into um, got out there on Gizmodo first, and then it was just picked it was picked up everywhere. it was so amazing right to be this obscure absolute nobody right i'm the most I'm the least interesting person in the world. I'm the guy who you would see you know behind the walls and in the equipment rooms and and you know i I try to be friendly and and engaging and and fun with everybody and and polite. Um, but I am not an interesting person at all. And so for for this creation, this robot, to all of a sudden just spring on the Internet and then there's radio interviews and TV and newspaper. And it was just – it was really an incredible time, February 2016. Uh, th- there's just no – there's no way to describe it. There's just no way. So – throughout then uh this process a lot of people were asking for female robots you need some female robots and I did right so a lot of females would get calls from telemarketers and they would want to transfer it into a female bot so um i there was somebody out um just just a fan somebody who was uh, involved in the in the process uh and was communicating with me who was willing to be a female voice around the same time i wrote out some things and asked my wife to record some stuff right and so um, so these two robots, Jolly Jenny um, and, um, and Debbie Doldrums, sort of happened around the same time, right? So uh, Debbie Doldrums, I said, you know, I got, I got nothing. I, have, I don't have any ideas for you. Just, you know, come up with whatever you can. Send me the audio. And she did. And then uh, Jolly Jenny sat down, and, and she recorded a bunch of stuff um, just because I had some things, and I was able to sit with her and, and kind of prompt her through. Debbie Doldrums did a great job uh doing a robot with absolutely no direction as you'll hear in a, in a bit there's you know I've got it's a process now building robots is now an actual process and it's and it's working well but here is uh uh Debbie Doldrums and Jolly Jenny there the, here's a couple of calls so we'll start with uh, Debbie Doldrums and here is uh, here's one from her
2: hello
3: hello yes hi uh um, mrs H- Hello? Are you there? Yeah, I'm there. Can you hear me? Okay. Uh, my name is Jack, calling from health center. I need to speak to the owner of this business, please. Hmm. Okay. May I speak to the owner? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I'm back. Sorry. Yeah, you know how it is. <laughs> Wait a second. Yes, I understand. Uh-huh. Uh, actually... Hang on a okay. second. I'm on the phone right now. Oh, you need that? Okay, just a minute. Okay. Now, what were you saying? Yep. Uh, yeah, actually, I'm calling you today to let you know that your business has been pre-qualified for immediate working capital. There is no hmm. collateral, no personal guarantee is needed. And we have 90% actual rate as bad credit is not effective. Right. So can you tell me how long have you been in Uh-huh. How mm. long have you been in business? Uh-huh. Can Hello? you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. So, can you tell me how yeah, can yes. you tell me how long have you been in this business? Oh, oh,
1: hold on a second. Can you start over?
3: I I didn't catch what you just said. Okay. I said, "How long have you been in business?" Hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Ma'am, you understand me? Hold on a second. Put that down! Wait, I told you to stop that! No, get away from her! I'm sorry, what were you saying? Oh, okay. I'm saying that I'm calling you today to let you know that your business has been pre-qualified for immediate working capital. Mm-hmm. There is no collateral, no guarantee is needed, as bad credit is not a factor. So mm-hmm. can you tell me how long have you been in business? Okay. Uh-huh. How long you have been in business? How long are you doing this business? Like uh-huh. five years, ten years, how long? I didn't quite catch what you said. Can you repeat that? Uh, I say, how long have you been... In business. Uh huh. Hmm. Can you hear me, ma'am? Hold on. <coughs> can you? <coughs> can you hear me? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm here. What was that? I say, how long have you been in business?
1: Uh huh. Sure.
3: Okay. Okay. How mm. long have
1: you been in this business? Ma'am? Hold on a sec. Ah, honey, there's a yeah, sure. spider
3: in here! Ah! Never mind. Take care of it. I'm sorry. What were you saying?
1: Oh, uh, well, I was... Asking is uh, like, how long have you been in this business? Okay. Uh huh. So you are the owner of uh, software, right? Okay. So how long have you been in this business, ma'am? Hmm. Okay. What? Are you kidding me or what? Is right. Got an answer? Right. Hello. Hello? Yes. Is there an answer? I, I ask you, ma'am, how long have you been in yes. this
2: business?
3: Hello?
1: shut. Sorry. Sorry. Bye.
3: Yes. Hmm. Okay.
0: So how about that, right? She just, um, you know, plays along. I like it when the eight, one agent will hand off to another because then, um, you know, then the whole thing starts over, right? And especially when the robots repeat, right? Because uh, as these robots get to the end, some of the newer robots will hand off to another, but the original robots would just repeat. So, of course, when you're hand when one agent hands off to a supervisor or isn't getting through and somebody else takes over the conversation— All of that repertoire is new to the new person, right? So that's always great. Um, It didn't, Debbie Doldrums didn't have a chance to repeat there. But I want to enhance uh, something. I want to increase the volume on just a couple moments in here. Listen to this. That was at about three minutes, 50 seconds into the call. So can you imagine working in a call center environment? Where your supervisor or the boss or the foreman or uh you know I don't even know what you what you would call that kind of person just walks around and everybody's on the phone right, but he doesn't care he's just gonna he's just gonna shout demoralizing uh motivation right so he's just, anyway, every one of you guys keep pushing imagine working in an environment like that that just just to, not to carry the pirate analogy too far right. But it just reminds me of the, of the, you know, the deep bowels of the ship where you have these slaves rowing a boat and then you've got somebody, uh, you know, just pushing them along. Just keep rowing. you got to keep rowing the ship. So that's um, – and that's just what – that's what call centers are like, by the way. They're horrible, horrible conditions. So, um, you know, that's why I, I, I sometimes have a little sympathy for the agent. I have no sympathy for the business owner or whoever's driving this call center, but the agents themselves, oftentimes they just, you know, they they need flexible hours or they've got a criminal record or they've got face tattoos and they can't, you know, nobody's going to hire them. Right. And they've decided they want to, you know, go out and make a couple bucks. And so they're going to get call center jobs. I completely understand it. Got sympathy for these guys and girls. And, um, and, and, and just to go in these these situations and then just just work under these conditions just sounds awful. So a uh, lot of sympathy for the agents uh, in some cases, um, and but n- no sympathy for the industry. So I'm just trying to put a dent in the industry with this, with these robots. So here's another moment at the very end. I'm not sure what he says. maybe, maybe somebody out there speaks this language here.) I can, I can only assume it's something like, uh, you know, this, this woman's crazy. I don't understand what she's talking about. You know, whatever. I don't know what it is. But so internally, they're talking to each other, I assume, about Debbie Doldrums. Um, so Debbie Doldrums and Jolly Jenny hit the scene about the same time. I think I built both of the robots or certainly deployed them at the same moment. So here's uh, Jolly Jenny, a nice call from her.
2: Hello. Thank you for holding. My name is Wesley. I'm here to assist you with your Google business listing. Is yes. speaking with the primary owner of the
3: business?
2: Yes. Okay, this is the primary owner? Yes. Okay, the reason for the call is because our systems are showing that your Google business listing has sure. never been claimed or verified.
3: Oh, hang on. Which can cause your listing to explain properly. I, he's been to the vet so many times this week. Hang on. Yeah, okay, I'm back. What were you saying?
2: Okay, the listing for your company has never been claimed or verified. Mm-hmm. That's actually mm-hmm. causing for your listing to sometimes display properly or mm-hmm. not to display at mm-hmm. all. Are you aware of that? Yeah, sorry.
3: Sorry, I had to finish this email and I wasn't really listening to you. Um, but I'm, I'm done now. So can you start over? Who is this?
2: Okay, this is Wesley with local listing support. I'm giving you a call letting you know that your listing under Google was never claimed or verified
1: which can cause the okay. listen to display
2: properly sometimes or not to display at all. So when people are looking for your services using keyword phrases, you're mm-hmm. not popping up. you know yeah. about this, tip, Okay. And you've never taken any action and trying to get this fixed? Sure. Was that a sure as in I haven't or a sure as in I have? Okay. No, I'm just asking you a question, ma'am. Were you sure. referring to the sh- your answer sure as saying sure. I think there's a little
1: uh Wait, did you just say English muffin? Oh man, I totally thought you said English muffin. I'm really hungry. I'm on a new diet and it's paleo so there are no carbs and oh you my know gosh. We're going to
2: send you up, We're going to set you up on, on, Sorry. On start over. I'm until you Yeah, you know, I right. decided to do this professionally. Yeah. Nope, we'll just schedule you for plenty of callbacks until you're actually ready to be serious about your Google listing. All right? All right. Have a blessed day, bud. Take care. All right?
0: Uh, yeah, remember what I was saying about sympathy for the agents sometimes? Um, does not apply to that guy. That guy just being a jerk. So um, anyway, so Jolly Jenny has a, a long, long repertoire. As a matter of fact, uh, I recently posted, a, I think it was a, about a 20-minute phone call of her just uh, chatting away with um with somebody who was just trying to finish off his day i really don't think the guy knew it was a robot because uh he said some nice complimentary things at the end i i, I don't know he he might have been playing me right he might if joke could have been on me he was just trying to finish off his day with a pleasant conversation so um but jolly jenny has a long long things the uh, long repertoire of things to say so what that did that gave me two females and one male okay and then but you know, and 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 then and then we had a process, okay? I had a process for for going through and and building bots. Obviously, my algor- algorithm worked for multiple uh, sound files, multiple personalities, right? Because it's the same, with some ex- uh, exceptions, which I'll explain as it comes up. So with with some with some, I mean, I've done some tweaking on the algorithm since, as I've added more people, right? Changing the timing and and things that way. But uh, for the most part, it's it's the same underlying algorithm from Jolly Roger, uh, and then these two females added the uh, the you know basically the um, um, the sound files you know cleverly snipped and constructed in such a way, obviously that that it sounds like a genuine person. So and you know speaking of uh, not having a sound studio, I've just had a long string of airplanes flying overhead. Uh, Um, I I live near a a small regional airport in uh, the Los Angeles area. So it's not LAX or Burbank, but uh, it's just a smaller airline or airport, um, which causes, uh, so in a way, it's these little tiny prop planes, and they're all just loud. So anyway, although, you know, I'm not complaining, right? I can't imagine trying to live under LAX or Burbank's flight path. So as I look here at this database, actually uh, Jolly Jenny was about 10 days ahead of Debbie Doldrum. So Jolly Jenny came out. Uh, Debbie Doldrums. I'm not sure when I announced it. I could go look and see. I might have announced them both around the same time, but um, Jolly Jenny was slightly ahead of, of Debbie Doldrums. But here we have now Jolly Roger, Jolly Jenny, Debbie Doldrums, and I have three bots, one male and two female, and it was, um, and it, it really felt like a, a nice um, offering to allow people to call into these things. Now this was in March of 2016, so this is about a month after um, of this this incredibly busy phase of, of radio interviews and, and, um, and appearances and things that way. And then I didn't have, um, uh, it was, it was also, it was costing me an incredible amount of money. Right. So I, I had managed to get, uh, through a very friendly carrier up in Seattle, I managed to get a bank of numbers, um, with predictable incoming costs, for uh because before that I had this uh 666 4321 which was a great number but the carrier that was offering that number to me you know again this is a hobby of mine right so I started this in 2014 as just a hobby that number that I had gotten was was your're just general standard telephone number you get from any voice over IP carrier and therefore you pay incoming uh incoming minutes on it right it, it even inbound calls cost you money on on these little tiny VoIP uh, lines that you, if you want to just get a VoIP account. So incoming calls were costing me on that. Um, and then, so I got this carrier up in Seattle that gave me predictable costs and, uh, and more channels, but all of the viral campaign, all of the information on the internet, the news sites, the, this and that, the screenshots, the, just everything was based around that 214-666-4321. And so incoming calls on that number, that 214 666 was just was just very it was just crushing right financially it was just crushing right cuz you can imagine you you would think uh uh, popping like this on the internet and all the publicity and going viral and all whatever all of that means, you would think that it would, there would be some sort of financial windfall associated with it. It was exactly the opposite, right? The more traffic I got on that four three two one number, the more expensive it was. And uh, you know, I had to pull over. I remember pulling off the freeway onto a little side street and from my phone reloading the the uh, the balance of the prepaid account on that on that number, and then setting up auto pay and then over the next, you know, 3 or 4 months just watching these emails come in about the about okay we just dinged your credit card again okay we dinged your credit card again so it was it was it was um it was almost scary right it was like jane stopped this crazy thing right george jessen right when he's just running on the treadmill i was just on that treadmill and it was just costing me an incredible amount of money i'm not convinced that i've actually recouped all that money i i i've got to go back and and look at the finances and see there's been a lot of uh Financially, there's been a lot of money spent, a lot of money gone out for virtual machines and things like that. So uh, it was just it was a it was an amazing process of of this. And um, meanwhile, I've got this Kickstarter campaign that I was hoping would uh, recuperate all these costs, right, and um, and and pay for the infrastructure required to support this as a valid service, right. So I got this Kickstarter campaign going, and and uh, and as it turns out, it did not get fully funded. Um, and so, you know, I lost that. I was, I was, I tried so hard not to be disappointed, but you can imagine, uh, you know, all of these months of, of, or these weeks of, um, of credit card dings against your account. I was on the front page of Yahoo tech, Yahoo, Yahoo news. I was on the front page. I was, I was the top tech story on Yahoo news for one day. I hit 67 concurrent inbound calls on my, on that four, three, two, one number, um, and then I was on the, uh, like when you swipe left on Apple news, I was the, the third story of Apple news. Right. So there's nothing I can do. I can't shut the number down. Um, and I can't, uh, and I can't move the number to somebody else. I, you know, I contacted the carrier and tried to port the number. They, I have to say, they gave me the most favorable rates they could. So they did reduce the rate for me, but it didn't help with the expenses that I'd already incurred, right? So they reduced the rate, but it was still, you know, with the volume of traffic coming in, it was just an incredible burden. So, so that Kickstarter at this time, I was just hoping that Kickstarter would come through and, and pay for all this stuff, and it, and unfortunately, it did not. Um, later on, I did an Indiegogo campaign for legal fees. Um, but I'm, I'm afraid to spend that money, right? Because I'm, uh, just, you know, I'm, I'm really skirting some incredibly complicated, uh, telecommunications law with the service. Although it's, you know, it's been a while and, and it hasn't come up. So, um, so some of that money has actually gone into some infrastructure costs and things that way, but, uh, the personal expenses that I incurred in 2016, uh, I'm not, I'm not sure it'll, it'll be a while before those are recuperated. So, um, anyway, so you can imagine then, um, you know, here I am encouraging more and more traffic on the, uh, the 206, 259 numbers. Okay. Cause those weren't costing me as much. They were fixed costs on those numbers. So I had the numbers and I didn't have to worry about variable costs on inbound calls. So I'm encouraging people to use those numbers as much as possible as I post, news about robots, and I've got this robot and that robot. So now I have three robots. I've got Jolly Roger, Jolly Jenny, Debbie Doldrums, and, and then the most exciting part, and here, and here we are, we, we're quite, quite a ways into this podcast. So what I'm going to do is split this into multiple podcasts. So we, um, we, I have, and you met him on the podcast uh, about Whitey Whitebeard, okay, uh, Steve, he's a very good friend of mine. So Steve and I worked together on these things, and he was sort of the the guy behind the scenes helping me out through all this. Because the, you know Jolly Roger Telephone is fun, and whimsical, but when it started to turn into a potential business opportunity, um, I needed help, right? And Steve and I have been through a lot together in terms of, of starting as many companies as we can. Uh, but so Steve and I started working on uh, on a way to you know turn Jolly Roger into a business and when he went to visit some family back east then he sat down with a good microphone um, a bottle of wine uh, for the for the voice talent and, and just put together some incredible robots and so that so so the first three were sort of the, the experimental amateur stuff um, the next three robots I will feature in a podcast um, uh, not 14 I got something coming up for 14. But podcast fifteen, then I'll go through the next three robots and then uh, and some of the stuff that that those guys have done, which are just amazing. So, um, so I will talk to you about that. Then, thank you so much for listening to this. We'll just try to keep it short uh, this time and a couple short calls. But uh, if you are inclined, please sign up for Jolly Roger Telephone uh, Subscription Service. Only six dollars a year will get you. Um, unlimited use of these robots i also have some in a pirate feature you can text a number and then receive a call from a robot so i've got some other things that way so there's a lot of ways that you can use these robots and really uh and and as i go through in each of these podcasts it's really your civic duty to use these robots when you get telemarketer calls don't hang up don't ignore them don't block them it doesn't do any good you need to um you need to use these bots so please consider that uh find me on uh, facebook Uh, Twitter, we're, uh, slash blog for the WordPress blog and of course the uh, e-commerce site. So thank you very much for listening, everyone. Bye-bye.